Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JTalks. I'm your host, Daruna, and I'm thrilled to have you join us for today's episode. We have a special guest with us, Ian Chambers, a renowned tax expert who will shed light on subject of great significance to our South African audience. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, T. It's a pleasure being here on JTalks and join you in discussing this important topic related to South Africans. Just by way of an introduction, as you probably know, I emigrated from South Africa in May 2008. My children were educated here. They went on to go to university in the UK and passed well there. So I can verify the education system in Mauritius that works. And having moved here in May 2008, it's a move I would gladly do again if we wound back the clock. I'm one of those South Africans who can happily call Mauritius my home. As you are aware, Ian, the Mauritian budget was presented in Parliament on the 2nd June 2023. Over the last few years, there has been a steady arrival of South Africans looking to take up residency in Mauritius. Can you provide insights into what aspects of a budget would be especially appealing for South Africans considering residency in Mauritius? I think there's a bit more than the budget. I think just lifestyle in Mauritius. We've recently seen what I refer to as the implosion of Eskom. We've seen the presence of cholera in the South African water supply. And over and above the fiscal aspects, the fact that you have 24 hours electricity and a clean water supply in Mauritius is very appealing to South Africans. Also mention that those two utilities cost a fraction of the cost that they do in South Africa. In addition, South Africa continues to be set by violent crime. And given the recent events in South Africa relating to worldwide events, we have seen the South African Rand depreciated by in excess of 15% since the beginning of the year. With South Africans who hold their wealth in Rand, Mauritius is very appealing given the fact that their wealth can be held in a currency other than Rand, because as you know, Mauritius doesn't have any foreign exchange controls. Moving back now to your question, uh, T, and that is what aspects of the budget make Mauritius more appealing than it previously was. I think the first aspect is the abolition of the solidarity levy. Solidarity levy is something that was only imposed on Mauritians, Mauritian tax residents and effectively had the effect of subjecting exempt dividend income and exempt distributions from Mauritian trusts to its beneficiaries. With the abolition of the solidarity levy, that 25% surcharge on income over 3 million rupees has now been abolished. And even with the introduction of the new tax tables with effect from the 1st of July 2023, South Africans can accumulate their wealth in Mauritius without a significant tax rate. In addition, remember, that Mauritius doesn't impose any capital gains tax and the accumulation of wealth 
outside Mauritius, which is not remitted to Mauritius, is also not subject to income tax in Mauritius. I think the second aspect is the amendments to the thresholds regarding immovable property. Mauritius is a small island, 2,040 square kilometers, and naturally there's a restriction on the availability of land. And as a jurisdiction, they need to ensure that land is available for its citizens. It was for this reason that prior to 2004, the ownership of land in Mauritius by non-citizens was pro completely prohibited. This amended, amended with the introduction of the IRS schemes, we allowed non-citizens to acquire land in demarcated areas, for lack of a better description. Effectively, these were homeowner associations um, with the re uh, requisite license. <coughs> the legislation proposed in terms of the budget reduces the cost of immovable property for non-citizens in respect of retirees to an amount of $200,000. The previous threshold was $375,000. And it also allows medical patients and retirees to emigrate to Mauritius and bring with them their caregivers, domestic workers who qualify for residence under the premium visa. In addition, foreign retirees over the age of 60 years will have access to medical insurance, which previously was not available. And finally, foreign retirees will also be allowed to take up employment in specific sectors in Mauritius. So if I need to sum up your answer, Ian, the first thing it regards the abolition of solidarity levy, which allows South Africans to take up residency in Mauritius and accumulate their wealth in a Mauritian trust without the negative tax implication that previously arose due to the solidarity levy. And secondly, it relates really the reduction in terms of a threshold allowing retirees to have permits more easily. So there have been other changes I understand as well on the issue of occupation permits and retiree permits. What are your views on that? Yes, that's correct, Aruna. What you mentioned, the summary correct. Let's talk about now the issue of occupation permits and retiree permits. The budget now introduces a silence is consent principle. So if no reply is received within a period of four weeks of registration for foreign professionals with specific professional bodies, being medical, dental, veterinary, and allied health professional councils, those permits are deemed to have been issued. In addition, the monthly basic salary threshold for occupation permits for professionals has been decreased from 65,000 rupees per month to 30,000 rupees, uh, 30, rupees per month, and that will allow domestic employers to employ the spouse of a occupation permit holder who has moved to Mauritius, introducing more skills to Mauritius. In addition, the bureaucratic process around the application for non-citizens um, has been amended in that previously a bank account had to be opened and the funds introduced to the bank account whereas the banking sector 
made it difficult to open up a bank account in Mauritius without first being resident in Mauritius. The legislation has now been permitted, amended or proposed to be amended that an approval will be granted by the Economic Development Board in Mauritius and allowing a bank account to be opened and funded after the approval has been granted by the EDB. So that's a significant change in the system allowing for South Africans to move to Mauritius without having to first open up a bank account in Mauritius before obtaining their permits. And I think that certainly is a significant step forward. Thank you, Ian, and thank you for tuning in to J Talks. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media to stay up to date with all our latest episodes. Thank you, too.